Welcome to the Green Chair Conversation Podcast. This is the open, honest, authentic space for us to have dialogue together on life through the lens of faith. It's a space to listen, to grow, to be encouraged, and maybe even challenged as we navigate life together. I'm Pastor Jessica Morris, and I am excited to welcome you to today's conversation. Thursday for Green Chair Conversations in 2020. We are going to take a few weeks off and be back in the beginning of January 2021. And so we thought, why not get the most requested guest we've had to meet me in the original Green Chair for a fun, unedited, unscripted conversation. And that guest, my very own husband and better half, Tommy Morris. This is going to be a really, really fun episode. We're going to get personal, flip the script some, and are going to get very, very practical on some things that have and have not worked for us as we've navigated this pandemic and very unique holiday season. So let's get to it and meet Tommy Morris in the green chair. Hi. Hey, well, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> You're in the green chair with me. I'm this here. is exciting. We've been talking about this. I know you have arrived, and I somehow got you in here. I have no idea how, how I how you agreed to this. You're convincing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, hey, so I just kind of want to start us off. Uh, one of the things. You know, we've talked about, and I've had other people talk to me about, is, you know, I'm the first female pastor, Hope Church Memphis. Uh, but what we haven't heard much about is that you are the first pastor's husband of Hope Church Memphis. So one of the things that people don't know is Christmas, Easter, preaching on the weekends, working on the weekends. We have stepped into some very unconventional roles, right? Like, I mean, you're handling the kids. Like, I'll lay out the Christmas clothes, and you're bringing the, the gang to church. Uh, so I, I kind of want us to, to lean into that and talk a little bit about how like how you've managed that. I mean, that's been a shift for, for us as, as a couple. So let's jump in. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I think number one, it is, it's your job. And I'm very proud of you for what, what oh. you do. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and, and so I, I want to pull my weight. I wanna, and I want to be supportive. And so um, and I'll also say this, I mean, some of, uh, it, it's on my phone right now. My background is, uh, a picture of the girls and me from, uh, three years ago uh-huh. on Easter yeah. laying in the backyard on a blanket and we were taking selfies like <laughs> people do. But, but, you know, yeah. I, I try to capitalize on those, those yeah. times to yeah. be with them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you're really intentional about that. And that's what I love is that you, like, really take that time. Like, sometimes when I'll tell you, hey, is it okay if I preach this weekend and are we good? And you're like, yeah, I I really want to get some time with the kids. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Yeah. Well, and and I also, when it comes to navigating life of a preacher, before I was a preacher's husband, I was a preacher's son. Yes. And so I don't know. How many folks know this, but I'm Eli Eli Morris's son. Uh And, And so... Uh, I was a preacher's kid, and so you, you yeah. and I met here at Hope. Yeah. Um, and my joke is that I moved to California and came back and tricked you into marrying me, <laughs> an old friend. Um, and so I, I knew what it was like to have, uh, you know, my dad gone during the holidays in yeah. some ways. And and a lot of times, what it has been able to do um, is, you know, those big occasions. Yeah. 
we don't put as much emphasis on, and, and, and my parents did a great job of this, it is the day-to-day. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I think that we've adapted and adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I love that. And, you know, if a, if a holiday is on a Monday and we celebrate it on a Thursday, that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. been important. And that, honestly, like, that has been something that's been harder for me. I mean, I remember when we sat down, when we, we talked about seminary, we talked about then ordination, and I was like, and then I started getting involved in Christmas, Easter, all those services. Yeah. <clears throat> One of my things was, I, like, what, I'm not going to be able to take the kids to church, and I'm not going to be, and you're like, so? Like, that, <laughs> that's how I grew up. Like, that's fine. Like, it's okay. They know you're intentional, and we're intentional in the time that we do have together. And I almost feel like having that kind of balance of the two. But it was harder for me because me stepping into that unconventional role, because I was like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and how yeah. I'm supposed to be handling it, it's harder on me. Yeah. You're kind of like, that's literally how I grew up. No, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Can, can I ask questions? Am I allowed to? <laughs> yeah. Can I, yeah, I know. It makes it? me nervous. Okay. I know. Yes, that's well, why we're doing Let me this. tell you something. I'm asking this question mainly because I want... <laughs> you to ask it back to me. Okay. Is that, uh, okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> At least you're honest. And and so the the question being, um, we're going through weird times, yeah, obviously. Yeah. What what are what what is some things that you've been processing or learning or just spending a lot of time on Oof. during these weird times? <laughs> well, and you know that's and what's crazy too about that is like when you say weird times, like we have literally in March. You have a full-time job. I have a full-time job. We're working at home. We weren't normally working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, our kids who are in school mm-hmm. are now at home. Mm-hmm. Our house is not equipped. Like, we don't even have an office mm-hmm. at our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're all under the same roof trying to manage school, trying to manage work. And then my dad, I've talked about this, has a cancer diagnosis. Your parents get COVID. Uh, that was scary. And we have also have navigated the civil unrest with our friends that we deeply love. So... It's a lot of stuff. And I think that we've gone through a really, like, challenging season through that. I mean, that's heavy. And uh, so for me, I guess, you know, the biggest thing, particularly because, let's just be honest, like, we're doing this recording today. We were supposed to have done it a week ago or a week and a half ago. And we get quarantined. We're doing all the things that everybody else is doing. Everybody's negative, so we're good. Mm -hmm. But it's just this constant change of plans. And so for me, that's hard because I'm a planner. Like, I I don't know if you know this or not. (laughs) Uh, I'm a planner, and I love to have things together, and I love to have things organized and mapped out, and I just like my little schedule. Like, I love it. But I can't have that right now, and everything's constantly changing. And so for me, like, this phrase keeps coming into my mind, and it's going to sound weird, but, like, forced forced gratitude, like forced gratitude, forced gratitude, mainly just because it's not natural for me. Like, I also don't know if you know this about me, but I, I do the little stress spiral, right? Like one thing happens and then it's like, How much am I supposed to agree? <laughs> that's fair. You're doing good. Don't, right, you're good. the pr- appropriate amount. Good. Smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, but I do. I do this stress spiral, and then it's like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? How are we going to manage this? What's going to happen? I, everything changes. And so for me, what I'm really learning is to force gratitude in those moments that are hard. Is to say, okay, this is not. We did not want to get on quarantine. Uh, and we did not want to change plans, and we didn't want to get everybody tested and re- change everything up. Um, it's not part of our plan, but I'm finding ways to force gratitude in those moments. So even though it's a change of plan, even though it's not what I want, I'm having to sit here and say, okay, God, like, thank you 
for a warm house. Like mm -hmm. it's just basic stuff. And I think those are the things that I, I, I think a lot of us have overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's easy to say, um, we have to be grateful for the big things and the huge blessings that we receive and the whatever it is that we've been praying about and we finally get. But then we forget about the little stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's really forcing me to say, thank you for a warm home. Thank you for this fire. Thank you for this like quiet moment. Like it's 10 minutes. <laughs> I only got 10 minutes, but it's 10 minutes, yeah. you know? And thank you for that. And so it's forcing gratitude. Uh, it's a perspective shift for me in that even though everything's chaotic, um, I'm having to force gratitude in those moments so that my perspective doesn't do the do the spiral. <laughs> okay, you. You obviously you wanted me to ask you the question, so I'm That's just it. dying. Yeah, I'm dying to, <laughs> to hear what you. So I'll answer it in a. It started off in a in a strange way. Okay. And there there is something about me that you love. There are a lot of things that. You love. <laughs> um, but I think that one thing that amazes you about, about me is that I'm tall and I can reach anything. It's and impressive. It's, uh, yeah. Do you remember when my mom, when you met my family for the first time? My mom was so excited because she was like, there's height in this family. <laughs> the no, Hagenbrocks get height. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, we've been together for over 12 years now. Uh, and you, I don't know if you've gone a week without being amazed by, hey, will you grab this for me? And I or hold something against the wall. Yes. Um, and I can reach high enough to just do it. Literally two days ago this happened. Yeah. So I, I say all that, and I'm getting to a point. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I say all that to say I don't have to worry about reaching tall things. Um, yes. I, I, anything in our house I can reach, whether that is just uh, just reaching up and grabbing something or your cute little stepladder that you got me, <laughs> I can take two steps up, change the light bulb, right? And so I don't have to worry about that. So worry has been something that yeah. we've talked a lot about yeah. um, during the pandemic and in and, and, and the ways that we have worried um, hmm. and, and, and the anxiety that that introduces. And so I think that um, one of the main things was, uh, you know, we have two beautiful daughters. Yes. Um, at the time, they were uh, four and six, and we were trying to figure out what, they've both um, graduated a year since then, uh, but we were trying to figure out what to do with school. So Hagen being in preschool still, and Dell um, being in the public schools where it's fully virtual, mm -hmm. and we live in Memphis, and they go to Shelby County Schools. Um, and so we, we, I remember having conversation after conversation of what are we going to do with them? How are we going to manage this? We're both working. We're both, um, we probably should educate them. Uh, we did a poor job in the last semester uh, <laughs> of last year. And so, but at the, at the end of the day, in conversations that went night after night after night, we had anxiety about it, but we never, we always said, you know, it'll work mm -hmm. out. And, and, yeah. and it's because we had support systems. It's because we had jobs. And so I think that throughout this pandemic, there have been just things to worry about, whether it's that or is it, um, is it our jobs? Are we going to lose them? Mm. Um, is it uh, neither one of us have jobs where we have to go in and, and we are um, exposed by, uh, to a lot of other folks? Mm. And so these are things that, yeah, we worry a little bit about, but it's not something that just compounds. Um, and so I say all that to say that <laughs> uh, I'm going to use a word that can be polarizing. I don't think it should be polarizing, but yeah. it can be, and that is privilege. Yeah. I believe that the the absence of worrying in some ways, I don't know if that's an actual definition, <laughs> but the absence of worrying is privilege in the fact that, yeah, we knew that everything was going to work out. Mm. Um, and so whether it is I have height privilege 
or we're, we have economic or familial privilege during this, these heightened times, I think that that's important mm-hmm. um, to recognize. Yeah. And, then, and then outside of <laughs> the pandemic, um, it makes you reflect on just even in quote-unquote normal times, yeah. the privilege that we get to experience, yeah. whether it is um, wh- white privilege yeah. and, and the fact that we're not having to have conversations with our kids that some of, some of our... Um, friends. friends of colors, yeah. the, the friends of color that I have to do. Um, and so I think that that is something that I've been reflecting a lot on in that what do we do? And of all places, I saw this on Instagram from one of my buddies, <laughs> one of my friends uh, just a couple days ago, and she, she posted that um, it's not, privilege is not an accus- accusation, um, but instead it's an invitation uh, hmm. and an opportunity to use it to progress. And so that's something that... I'll continue with you, with yeah. the girls. Yeah. We'll figure out how to progress. Yeah. And and even doing good. Like, I mm-hmm. love that you, um, thank you for sharing that, because that is something <laughs> that we've been, like, going behind the scenes as mm-hmm. we're wrestling with, with our friends that we deeply love. And mm-hmm. then, like, well, what do we, how do we move on from here? What do we do? What good can we do? And how can we invest? Um, and so I, I'm thankful you shared that. I think that's good. Um, okay. So in Th- the spirit- Thanks for asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question for me, but anyway. So- I want to shift gears a little bit, but I also, in the spirit of being transparent and kind of going deep, let's get transparent. So uh, let's like let's talk this past few months, right? Since March and pandemic and just kind of life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about what's worked well and what hasn't worked well. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly just because I think that there's a lot of people that are kind of wrestling with all of this, and I don't know that like we have any magic solutions, but I think that if, I, if we can be honest with the struggles we've had and the adjustments we've made, I think it could, could help people. Um, so what are some things in your opinion that have either worked well or, or, or not worked well for us as we've navigated this? I mean, I'll go back to we're at a heightened situation yeah. and there's no playbook for what we've been doing. Um, and in, in different ways, the things that you and I struggle with just traditionally <laughs> have manifested themselves. And, yeah. and that is managing one another's expectations on a daily basis yeah. or a long-term basis. I mean, um, uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about us checking in. And, yeah. and yeah. I'm an introvert. <laughs> At the end of the day, a lot yeah. of times I just want to sit back. And uh, and so sometimes that's hard. And yeah. so I appreciate that side of you that that is being intentional with all of that. Um, I think forgiveness and, <laughs> and being patient with one another yeah. uh, and with our kids. Mm. Um, I, I think back of it, it, this is, you know, it, it is all just riding the ship, I think, and navigating the changes. And, and I think that toward the beginning of the pandemic, I started working from home and um, we were all at home all the time, including <laughs> the girls. Yeah. And, and Del, uh, who was six at the time and seven now, would uh, who was a uh, she's a great sleeper. She would get up multiple times a night and just want to be with us. Mm-hmm. And she would cry and she didn't want to she didn't want to leave our, our side. And and I think that that's something we need to address is the anxiety and 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 the toll that this whole thing is taking on our kids and not discounting that. Um, but we ultimately realized and I, I think we both agree that um, we were always home, but we needed to be working at sometimes. And so I would lock myself in a room and they would come in because daddy's home and, and I would have to push them away and reject them. Mm. And that makes my heart hurt even yeah. thinking about it now because yeah. 
I can just imagine how sad they were about that. And so at the end of the day, yes, dad was home all day and you were with, she was with me more and with you more, but she just did not want to release time with us because we had been rejecting her all day. And we had to come to terms with that and figure out how to navigate it and figure out how to, how to steer, steer it back um, right. And so I think that that's something with the kids, with you and I, it is. It's just a heightened sense of communication. Um, and so I think it is just managing, coming back down to the root of whatever it is that we have dealt with for 12 years, mm-hmm. we need to deal with it in a different way. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's funny because uh, I, I feel like what I'm hearing too is like a lot of couples are kind of managing that, like dealing with this as well is like, like we have just core differences. I don't want to, I don't mean to do it like that, but it feels like that sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have core differences and this season has just kind of brought that back up to the surface. And I think, actually, I'm going to interject. What do you think are, what are some of our core differences? I think that this, we're, we're going to get personal. I, 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 are you comfortable going? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> what are, I, like our core, like, I mean, I think there's things that we just, have, day one of marriage, is just we just see differently. In. Uh, we've gone through books and yes, yes. classes and stuff like yeah, that. I mean, yeah. I, I think our love languages are different. Yes. Well, I, I know that Mass- they are. Like massively different. Right. Like I, mine is like your least and yours is like my least. Yeah. You like gifts. I love gifts. I don't gifts. get them. Uh, <laughs> I love gifts. Well, I don't. I, I literally don't understand them, and I don't get them for you. Um, so, <laughs> which is terrible. And I'm a words of affirmation person. Yeah. But we, we were talking about this not long ago. I'm a words of affirmation person. I want to be affirmed, but I don't want to be complimented because that makes me feel weird. So you've got to figure out how to how to like compl- how to affirm me without complimenting me. And that's not easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, not. I think that those are huge. And I, I think I think that, you know, we've talked about um, when we were going through a class not a, a long time ago, um, making mm. sure that any time there is conflict, rather than it being conflict between you and I, we try to figure out and reset the, the framework of, okay, it's us against whatever the stupid situation is. Yeah. Um, and it may not be stupid, but whatever the situation is. Yeah. Um, as opposed to you and me against one another, like us trying to be right, but we are together on that. Yeah, that's not easy to do either. No, it's not. <laughs> like when you're, you know, heated or you're upset or, you know, whatever. And I think the other thing, too, is just like the difference of personalities. Like you're extreme introverted. Like you could live in an island and, you know, I could check in every once in a while and say, hey, how are you doing? And then you'd be you'd be happy. I'd love you. I, I, and I am introverted in a sense. Like, I actually do need my my personal time. But I also, I want to check in with my people. And you're one of my people. You are the person. But I, I think that that has always kind of come back to us constantly, like, navigating the communication piece is like, do you need space? Or can we talk? And then the expectation in management. So for me, a, a thing that has and hasn't worked in a sense is, is communication. Like when we make assumptions, like I think especially early on in the pandemic, we made a lot of assumptions. Like you're handling this, I've got this, you've got this, let's go here. And it just kind of collided, you know, in a sense of like, I'm I'm assuming you know what I need. Like, I, I don't know why sometimes I feel like you need to be able to read my brain. Like, we're 12 years in. You should read my brain. That, does, that's not, that doesn't mean that. But sometimes I feel like that. And I think when we make those assumptions, you know, that kind of causes for some, some issues. But then the, for us, I think what has kind of flipped on that is that what we have learned through this is we've got to be direct. You know, like I'm having to be, which is hard for me because, number one, I don't like asking for help. You know, I don't like saying, hey, I need your, I need somebody's help to help me through this. Mm. Um, and, and also just to kind of get down to the core of like what I, I need, a, we need to check in. 
um, hey, I need help here. Like, I am exhausted. Is there anything, you, do you have any wiggle room in your schedule to do X, Y, Z, or whatever it is? And we can kind of think through that together. And once we, when we can be direct with one another, I mean, I think that's, and when you're direct with me, you're like, I'll be honest with you. Today, I had meeting, 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 meeting. I, I don't have it in me for a check-in or to talk right tonight, but can we do that tomorrow? And so if we're honest with one another and we're, we, we are communicating in that sense, that's better for us, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to kind of convoluting things and I don't know. I, I, think, I think the more direct we've been has been, has been super helpful to us. I agree. Yeah. Any anything else you can think of that has been? I mean, I like your forgiveness piece too. Yeah. I think that that's a huge piece in it. Well, it, it, it's forgiving ourselves too. I mean, once again, like even with our kids, um, I, I am heartbroken when I realize how I, you do have a long day, and they get excited when you're actually available, and yeah. we're trying to cook or clean or whatever. Yeah. And and you, you know, I I I, I try. I'm trying very hard to redirect their joy, which is keeping me from doing whatever I'm supposed to do, yeah. and and still have that joy, but redirect it in something else, or um, make some other promise that yeah. that I can keep that um, that is engaging with them. Um, and I, I I think that that's I mean it's us, but it's also I mean we've talked a lot about um, just trying to figure all of this out, you know, the Dell's thing or, or even with our families. And I, I, I know we looked up at one point and realized, okay, we're just transactional yeah. with our families. That's good. It was just, Hey, let's do this, this, this. And it's a schedule rather than a relationship. Yeah. And so yeah. those are some other things that we yeah. need to continue. Yeah. To and for me, the other, the last one would just be boundaries. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think early on we didn't have, I mean, literally, and nobody knew this too. I mean, overnight, all of a sudden, our our schedules completely changed, and we're looking in early morning. We're we're rotating, getting work done. Mm -hmm. Then we're managing kids' school, and then I'm looking up for like a good chunk of time. I'm doing work after the kids go to sleep, and it's mm -hmm. 10, 11 o'clock before I'm shutting it down to wake up in the morning and do it all over again. Yeah. And we just really kind of, I mean, we got burned out pretty quick. I mean, the the phrase we kept saying over and over again. Uh, was this is not sustainable. This is not sustainable. And so we kind of had to put some boundaries and parameters on how are we going to manage this? And we, we can't look up every night and we're working to 10 and 11 right. and then never getting to check in. And we're just constantly like zoned out. And, and so we had to put some parameters on. Now, now I feel like we're a little bit more like, hey, this is my, I, I really need to get some work done tonight. Uh, but we're, we're kind of keeping each other in a sense accountable for saying like, let's, sh we, we need to, can you just do that tomorrow? I'm like, yes, I can, you know, which is usually the answer, but I just feel like there's a dire need for these things to, to get done. And there's different seasons within the season. I mean, yeah. things keep changing yeah. <laughs> and we, we need yeah. to hopefully prepare for, yeah. for re-entry into somewhat normal yeah. life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so the most uh, predictable question I'm going to ask you, the one I ask at, at every single interview, kind of final reminders, final encouragements for, for those uh, people listening here with us. Um, kind of what would you want to leave people with today? I had a feeling you'd ask this, so I thought. <laughs> um, I, I think that, um, so we named Dell after, well, here, here's the deal. Like, life is crazy. Like life is, it's going to continue to be crazy, and it's crazy. I mean, it can be crazy without the pandemic. Within the last three days, Hagen has fallen out of the bed, <laughs> swallowed one of her teeth, and caught her hair on fire. <laughs> so, like, that's life, right? Yeah, that's, and so, that's very true. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? Um, and she's fine. <laughs> Still looking for the tooth, um, but I, like, I, I just think that that those those things. 
Um, you know, Dell was named after my grandmother, um, Eli's father, uh, Eli's mother, um, Modell, and she loves learning more and more about Modell. One thing that we've taught her about Modell is that she, um, one of her favorite sayings was, is, um, don't, don't let anybody steal your joy. And we steal Dell's joy sometimes, and she repeats that back to us. And I think that that is such a, um, such a good mantra to live by is just don't allow people to steal your joy and don't steal others. And so it's, that's a simple thing, but I think it's important. Um, I also think that um, uh, uh, something else that my mom always says is, is finish strong. Mm. She used to tell us this all the time, whether it was uh, at school. I think if I was eating a hamburger, she would tell me to finish strong. I mean, she wants, she wants us, and, and it's a, it's an, it's an amazing thing to do. Um, and I think that hopefully we're, there are vaccines in people's bodies right now. And hopefully we are moving toward the outside yeah. of this. But finish strong relationally with family. That's what I want us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, finish strong with <laughs> protecting one another yeah. um, and, and not letting our guard down. I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got close people to us. We've been tested over and over and don't even think that we've been exposed, but got people close to us that would be in serious trouble if they contracted the virus. And so it is finishing strong relationally, emotionally, providing joy um, and and assuring that that we're able to get to the place where um, and, and that is also it is prepare for whatever's next. Yeah. We need to think through that. Um, we can have a check in time to do so. <laughs> uh, and so I, I think that yeah. those are. I think those are good. And, and you know, one of the other things you and I have talked about with specifically navigating this uh, Christmas season and mm-hmm. heading into it is that we've just got to get creative. Yeah. I think you've said, I think you've termed it calling getting it, we- get weird mm-hmm. with it, like, because it's just weird with all of these new schedules and yeah. the things and what we're doing for Christmas. And we have family that's not coming in town, and right. that's super hard, mm-hmm. you know. And we're trying to navigate that. And doing a FaceTime thing isn't the same, mm-hmm. but we have to do it, you know, because we want to be intentional with the weirdness of this, this season and, and being able to do that. It's, it's. I mean, yeah, Halloween. We probably live on the best street in Memphis to go trick-or-treating. Yes. And we chose not to go tri- trick-or-treating this year. Um, and, and so I think that that's something that is okay. Um but instead, we made really, we, what we were able to do is the kids went over to uh, my parents' house for a little while and did like a thing. Um, and then they, uh, we all went over to your parents' house after we'd quarantined for a while and, and we were able to do trick-or-treating at their house. Then we go back for, uh, for Thanksgiving and what do the kids want to do? They want to trick-or-treat again in the house. And so I think mm-hmm. in five years, we're going to forget that we didn't trick-or-treat on our street but instead, we got weird. We went and hid in closets um, at, at at our ho- at our homes um, and did stuff. So yeah, I, and they'll and that's what they'll yeah. I think that's a good a good reminder too. Is like that's the stuff that they're gonna remember, not this all this other all this other stuff. And I guess my my final reminder too, even just for people listening, and, and I've talked to you some about this, but like. Uh, finding ways to be centered, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously the forcing gratitude one, that's clear. We've already talked about that. But for me, you know, I've, I really have kind of grown to love yoga some. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you do at the very beginning of a practice is they'll say, okay, set your intention for, for this practice. Mm-hmm. And almost always my intention is just to be grounded and rooted, to be centered in the day, what God has planned, what God's doing. And so my encouragement too would be like for 
and we've talked about this too with you, like sometimes you're like, I need to go for a walk. Like that's your centering time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my encouragement for people would be find ways to be centered, you know, to find, make time, that space, whether it's resting, whether it's praying, whether it's reading, whether it's walking to clear your head and just find centering moments that can really keep you rooted and grounded in, you know, kind of what the day, because the days get weird, the days get odd and they are constantly changing. Um, I, I told somebody today that I was like, I have like change of plans, PTSD, like it's just constantly happening and happening and happening. And so I, I think part of it is find things that are going to ground you throughout that day mm-hmm. that's going to kind of propel you in into the season. So, um, but I love I love your your mom's reminder. I think that's so perfect for us. It's just finishing strong, mm-hmm. particularly this season, this year. This is our last episode of 2020, and it's episode 20 in 2020. There you go. Look at that. Look at you. Well, I, uh, before you do your little thing where you turn and, <laughs> and that's a wrap and all that stuff. I am insanely proud of you. Oh, you're really sweet. That's going <laughs> to make me awkward. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I waited till the end for it. Oh, perfect. Um, and you you are an absolute force, and you're tremendous at what you do. And there are two little girls that live in our house that believe that they can do anything because they watch you. So, I love you. I love you, and now you're making me cry. <laughs> you're not supposed to be crying. I'll do your little thing. <laughs> thank you I so much, you. though. I love you, and thank you for being here and kind of sharing this, this wisdom, and, and I really do appreciate that. And that is a wrap for our 2020 special edition of Green Chair Conversations with the Tommy Morris. Don't forget that you can stay connected with us. You can share today's episode uh, with a friend or you can share any previous conversations that we have at hopechurchmemphis.com forward slash GCC as well as listen on any Apple or Spotify podcast apps. You can email me as always at greenchair at hopechurchmemphis.com and love you guys. See ya in 2021.